Today, on the 200th official episode of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, the Stanley Cup has been awarded. We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Normally, such a noteworthy accomplishment would be cause for celebration, but with everything going on in the world and some heartfelt words that has come in my direction, I thought we'd deviate from the norm. I'm your host, Jason Hernandez, and before I give a personal message in this first segment, I'd like to remind you to please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. If you're listening on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or even Spotify, make sure to please, please hit that subscribe button. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, follow the Twitter at LO underscore Ducks and follow my personal Twitter at StimpyJD for my personal feed. That's where I'm at typically. Now, I had mentioned a live show last time we met. While we weren't able to get that off the ground, we did still record a mock draft last night in preparation for next week's NHL entry draft. Look out for that show coming very soon. Okay, let's get right into it. I'm going to give some responses without context, and I'm not going to peel back the curtain too much because that's honestly really not in my nature. This is normally a sports podcast, and I didn't expect to get any mail last week, but wound up answering four questions, one of them not sports-related. So thank you to those that responded. What I expected even less was to hear from a couple fans whose names I won't give for obvious reasons, which will become clear in a minute. One of those fans resides in San Diego, and my heart sank when I read about her troubles and sheer despair currently, losing almost all friends and feeling like a letdown to everyone. You're not alone. You are definitely not alone in that regard, and I feel like it's important to keep that in mind. We're all struggling right now, and I can totally understand why most people feel utterly helpless at the moment. Don't be sorry for feeling this way. Some of you are probably wondering why I'm talking about this and not the Stanley Cup champions right away. Folks, I'm only human, and there is a responsibility here to get a message out there, so please bear with me. Anyway, back to that first message. She's a huge San Diego Goals fan and feeling like all of us do, wondering when we will get back to normal, if that's even possible. I'm wondering that myself. Are we even going to get back to normal? I mean, on top of all that, she at least last time had hockey games as an escape. That feeling I know encompasses almost everyone that works in hockey or sports in general. At least over the past two months, we had this amazing tournament culminate in the awarding of the Stanley Cup. And there was hockey to talk about. At least in Southern California, there is basketball and baseball for the next two to three weeks. But after that, there will be this um, massive void left over. And it's going to be a crippling feeling for every sports fan that wants to get away from the abysmal news in the current world. This is my 200th episode, and it also coincides with my one-year mark of being the host of this very show. Yeah, I started on this journey 366 days ago. September 30th of last year 
was when daily episodes of Locked on Anaheim Ducks began. And honestly, I sounded much more cheerful than I do now. Then again, under normal circumstances, I would have just returned from a long vacation and would be getting ready to gear up for the upcoming season. Sadly, with the doubt and skepticism of when next season will start, we could be in for a long, cold, depressing autumn and winter. And hint, it won't be December 1st after all. Speaking of that, there was another message I received that was just as heartbreaking. Another listener who is really going through it right now and is just deeply sad about our world in general. I'll paraphrase here, but this listener is now very likely without a job thanks to COVID-19 as of Tuesday. He's thankful for the hockey talk, but has also lost nearly his entire support system in these past six COVID-driven months. Now without hockey or a job, he's struggling mightily, both financially and mentally, and hopes for any morsel of good news on the sports front because we need that escape. There's so much to dissect from those messages. This should be a time to come together and strengthen those support systems, but that can't always happen now, can it? Everyone is struggling, and I want to let those listeners know that I'm listening. You can always reach out. The DMs are open. If you want to reach out, it doesn't even have to be about hockey or next week's upcoming draft. You can email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com or simply drop me a line on Twitter. If you're struggling, I'm here to try to listen and we can get through this long offseason together. It's already been six and a half months since we've had Ducks hockey. It's going to be even longer. It's looking like it might not be till 2021. So once again, thank you for listening Thank you so much for sticking by me these past 200 episodes, and please reach out. I want to hear from you guys. We're heading into the first intermission, and without any hockey to watch, now is the perfect time to catch up on your reading list. And based on what I just talked about on the first segment, this book is too relevant to everything going on. From the best-selling authors of The Daily Stoic comes the ultimate stoicism guide to success, resilience, and virtue to accept what you cannot control and adapt to what you can. Sports teams across the country are applying this popular philosophy by using Stoicism's key idea. You control how you respond and play. You don't control what the refs and fans do or how the ball bounces. It's about what you did to adapt. Lives of the Stoics, The Art of Living from Zeno to Marcus Aurelius is available now wherever books are sold. Coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk about the Stanley Cup final and congratulate the Tampa Bay Lightning. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk about the Stanley Cup final, which has concluded. I alluded to this last week as Game 6 was happening on Monday night, and it was not close. It really wasn't. Um, The Dallas Stars, they looked gassed. They looked really tired. They had no energy for the first 10 minutes of the game, And it kind of carried on the 
next two periods. Yeah, they did shoot a lot in the third period, but it was too little too late. So let's go back to the first period. Braden Point got another power play goal. His 14th of the postseason. And by the way, got to give it up to Victor Hedman, who got the helper on that. And also Nikita Kucherov with his 27th assist of the postseason. That set some kind of record there. So the Lightning had a one nothing lead already on the power play. And this has been the story of Tampa Bay for the last month or two. Power play goals for the Tampa Bay Lightning. That is their bread and butter. Dallas should not have taken those early penalties. And that burned them. That burned them really early in the game. And that's something that had been a problem with Dallas almost the entire postseason is taking those penalties, which they really shouldn't have. So they fell behind early. Then the second period, Blake Goldman. Coleman's goal was nice. It was a really, really cool goal. 2 nothing Tampa Bay after seven minutes into the second period. That was it. That was all they needed. Tampa Bay outshot Dallas big time after two periods. After two periods, it was 21-8 to shots on goal. Eight. Let me repeat that. Eight shots on goal after 40 minutes for the Dallas Stars. They were completely neutralized. They could not get into their offensive zone worth the crap. At one point during the second period, offensive ice time heavily favored the Tampa Bay Lightning at an almost 2-to-1 ratio. That can take account into several things. First off, Dallas was on their heels for most of those first 40 minutes because they took penalties. Tampa Bay took advantage of that by keeping the puck in their own zone and about two to three different times during the first two periods, Dallas had people on maybe two, two and a half minute shifts. That's just unacceptable to have a player out there for longer than 90 seconds. Yeah, short shifts, normally about 60 to 65 seconds. Longer shifts, about 100 seconds or longer. When you get to the two and a half minute range, that is too long and they're going to be too tired and too gassed. That's exactly what happens on the game. Tampa Bay took complete advantage of the fact that they held the puck in their offensive zone for as long as possible. So that was a big key in that. Third period, uh, too little too late. Dallas did outshoot Tampa Bay 14-8 to in that third period, but they were not all high-quality shots. There was maybe two high-danger chances that Dallas had that just trickled wide of the net. But aside from that, Vasilevsky was a brick wall. Andre Vasilevsky saw 22 shots and he stopped all 22 of them. Once the countdown came on in the last few minutes, you knew. Well, Ryan McDonough did get a tripping penalty with about four and a half minutes left. At that point of the game, I really thought Dallas should have pulled their goalie, Anton Kudobin. With four and a half minutes left, it is desperate time. You've got to do everything you can to keep your team alive. I thought Rick Bonus was on his heels a little bit too long. Should have pulled Kudobin during that power play. Would have made it six versus four. But he never did that throughout the entire power play. And that cost him. Dallas did have a couple shots on goal during that power play. But they could have done a lot better. Played with a little bit more urgency. That is the key word I'm going to use here. There was no urgency from the Dallas Stars. And with about two minutes left, they even then still didn't pull Kudobin. So I'm like, guys, what are you doing? Get going. 
finally, with about a minute and a half, he thought about going out and Dallas just couldn't get control of the puck. It wasn't until about 40-something seconds left that Kudobin finally left the ice. But with 40-something seconds, that's too little too late. And as a result of that, the Dallas Stars got shut out and the Tampa Bay Lightning are your Stanley Cup champions one year removed from getting swept in the first round and embarrassed by the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I'll admit this right now. I was wrong about the Blue Jackets. I thought they were going to choke like they did last year. I thought it was going to be the same story over again. But apparently they learned their lesson and they learned and adapted in such a massive way that it led them to the Stanley Cup. So once again, congrats to the Tampa Bay Lightning. And we'll talk more about the presentation. We'll talk about the Conn Smythe Trophy winner after the second intermission. But I want to tell you guys about everybody's favorite protein bar. That's right, Built Bar is back, baby, and they're better than ever. With several new flavors to choose from, including Cherry Barcia. Yeah, you will want to try the new Built Bar. They are only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar. That's amazing. At least 17 grams of protein. So high protein, high fiber, low in sugar, low in calories. But not only that, they taste delicious. They taste just like a candy bar made with 100% dark chocolate. You definitely want to try Built Bar now. So go to BuiltBar.com and enter promo code Locked On to get $10 off your next order. Once again, that's BuiltBar.com, promo code Locked On. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever, and it tastes like a candy bar. We're going to come back after the second intermission, and we're going to talk about Victor Hedman and pretty much the presentation. It was pretty awesome. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. So let's talk about what happened in Edmonton. The Stanley Cup was awarded. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning, their first Stanley Cup in 16 years. The last time they won the Stanley Cup was in 2004 over the Calgary Flames in that epic Game 7 series, which included that dramatic Marty St. Louis goal in Calgary 16 years ago or over 16 years ago now. So that's their second one. They matched several teams, including the LA Kings, in winning the franchise's second. And this is the first for Steven Stamkos. Steven Stamkos played less than three minutes, got one goal. He scored more goals than some players on Dallas' side and played only three minutes in the entire Stanley Cup final. But that goal was enough to lift their spirits and propel them to the Stanley Cup. So congrats to the Bolts on that one. The Conn Smythe could have gone to two guys. Two guys I thought could have won it. It could have gone to Braden Point, who scored 14 in the postseason. But it went to Victor Hedman, who scored 10 points and 12 assists. Sorry, 10 goals, 12 assists, 22 points. What I think got it for Hedman was that Hedman did this throughout the entire postseason. But it was also his defensive play. That really, I thought, propelled him to winning the Conn Smythe Trophy. I would have been happy if it was Braden Point. I would have been happy, and I am happy, that it's Victor Hedman. So that could have gone either way, in my opinion. 
But congratulations to Victor Hedman on winning the Conn Smythe Trophy. You know, fantastic player, fantastic human, as I tweeted out. Yeah, I've met Victor Hedman. Uh, really, really cool guy, by the way. Really chill. Still have a little puck from him. So that was pretty cool. I have it right to my left. In fact, I'll pick it up right now. But yeah, an autographed puck from Victor Hedman. But that was during the All-Star festivities uh, when I was there just kind of fanning around a little bit. Because, you know, why not? And it was a day during which I got to attend the All-Star game back in 2017 here in LA. Yeah, that that's one of my favorite memories. And yeah, he was really cool. Just really awesome to see Victor Hedman out there. And again, kind of sad that a lot of people didn't know who he is. You know, people were wanting to crowd around Luke Robitaille, Wayne Gretzky, and I mean, that's obviously two of the greatest players of all time in Robitaille and Gretzky. That's fine. I've met them before. Those were massive crowds. And there was no one around Victor Hedman. He was an all-star that year, one of the best players in hockey. And I said, there's really no one around. It's kind of sad that there wasn't a huge crowd around him. And this was kind of the weird thing for not only the all-star game in LA, but a lot of other all-star games, is the fans will gravitate towards their local stars. In LA, they'll gravitate towards Dowdy, Gretzky, Robitaille, Marcel Dion, etc. In San Jose, they'll stray towards the San Jose stars. They'll go towards Marlowe, Burns, Thornton, etc. And they'll even go towards some of the legends of the Sharks, like uh, Igor Larionov. That's also fine. If you even go to, um, I think it was Tampa Bay, where a lot of fans went towards some of the older Tampa Bay players. But they didn't notice the other players that were there. They didn't go towards any players from Edmonton. They didn't go towards any players from Arizona. They didn't go towards any players from Pittsburgh or Philly. No, they went to the local guys. So it's kind of sad when you kind of look around and you see no one surrounding these other players. Like, come on. Like, they're right there. They're autographing. They want to talk to you guys. So why not? So I got to talk with him for more than a second. Yeah, that was a really cool experience just the whole all-star weekend was cool but that's beyond the point kind of digressing a little bit so once again congrats to victor hedman overall great guy for winning the con Smythe trophy very well deserved he was consistent throughout the entire playoffs and he did it on both ends he played a 200 foot game that's what i like about victor hedman he plays all 200 feet he goes through every shift like it's his last. And he really did that a few times throughout the postseason. I liked seeing that. And as far as just one other bit and piece about the Stanley Cup final itself, the awarding of the trophy was amazing. I liked how Gary Bettman seemed very sincere in the fact that they actually awarded this. I could tell that this year, Stanley Cup meant a lot to him to be awarded. And he looked like he was going to be in tears a little bit. And in fact, there were quite a few players that were in tears afterwards. They looked like this was the hardest thing possible. So really, good for them. I still can't believe that they p pulled it off. And there was a lot of things to go around to pulling this off. 
And I really loved this tweet from the NHL. And I kind of want to read the whole thing verbatim. So I'm going to. And my apologies for the background noise. There is some construction going on. All right. Quote, against all odds, the 2019-20 season was completed tonight thanks to the tremendous sacrifices and commitment of countless individuals. We wanted to recognize the critical roles that so many played and share our thanks. Thank you, fans, for sticking by us through the pause and coming back in force to celebrate a truly one-of-a-kind postseason. You are the best. Thank you to the players who selflessly provided entertainment and inspiration for fans around the world and were separated from their loved ones under extremely trying circumstances. Thank you to the 24 teams and their staffers who moved their operations inside the bubble. Thank you to the healthcare workers who administered countless tests every day and ensured the health and safety of our players and staff. Thank you to the cleaning crews who worked tirelessly to create a safe environment for all of our players and staff. Thank you to the bus drivers who safely transported our players and staff back and forth to the rinks and excursions day after day. Thank you to the changemakers, advocates, and all those who have taken action to make our game more welcoming and inclusive. Thank you to the City of Edmonton and Oilers Entertainment Group and the City of Toronto and Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment for being tremendous hosts and providing such wonderful hospitality for the last three months. Thank you to Hotel X Toronto, Fairmont Royal York, JW Marriott Edmonton Ice District, Delta Hotels by Marriott Edmonton Center Suites, the Sutton Place Hotel Edmonton, and Matrix Hotel for opening your doors and becoming home. Thank you to Scotiabank Arena, Ford Performance Center, Rogers Place, Terwilliger Community Recreation Center, and the Downtown Community Arena for hosting hundreds of games and practices over the last few months. Thank you to all the corporate sponsors for your ongoing support and flexibility. Thank you to our broadcast partners at NBC, Sportsnet, TVA Sports, and NHL Network for your adaptability and professionalism in overcoming so many obstacles to deliver fans top-notch game coverage. Thank you to all who made the 2019-2020 Stanley Cup playoffs possible and the sacrifice each individual made to make it a memorable postseason under extremely unusual circumstances. End quote. I think that pretty much says it all. And congrats to the NHL for pulling this off. But even better news, congrats to the NHL for pulling this off with zero positive cases in the bubble. I stated on this very program that even one positive case, if it was only one, I would still consider it a success. But the fact that there was zero through the entire thing, kudos to the league for pulling this off. So congratulations for awarding the Stanley Cup. That's a fantastic place to end today's podcast. So once again, if you heard the first part of today's podcast, please feel free to reach out and I'm going to officially open up the mailbag so please send me your email at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. I'm going to open up the mailbag and we will not have a show tomorrow on Thursday. We're just going to have three shows this week. Our next podcast will be on Friday and that will be a mailbag podcast. We're going to talk about the draft on Friday. 
So stay tuned for that. Uh, once again, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Follow me at StimpyJD. Thank you all for listening. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Be safe out there. Be kind to everyone. And Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together.